Hey guys, Jim Cox, and I'm here today with an interview with Dorothy Brown. She's a friend from New York and recently got some pretty amazing news. And um, you know, I invited uh, her along to share her experience. And uh, so Dorothy, thanks for taking time to chat today. My pleasure. So recently you found out that you had been involved in a program and that your student loans were going to be forgiven, which is a, a huge, huge step. Um, can you describe how you found out that it was even possible and the process you had to go through to get your student loans forgiven? Sure. Um... So the program is called the Public Service Loan Forgiveness Program. And that program has been around for a while, but for quite a while I was not eligible for it um, because they had a lot of restrictions on it, such as what kind of a repayment plan you have and um, things like that. Um, so I ignored it. And then I found out on Twitter a few months ago um, as I found out a lot of my news, I found out on Twitter that somebody else had posted, I think it was a Forbes article, um, that there was going to be a new waiver on all of those restrictions that had been holding a lot of us back um, mm. from being eligible for the program. Wow. And um, so, you know, I immediately applied. Um, it's not that difficult to apply. It's a process, but it's not that difficult. Um, you basically have to prove that you have been working in public service, which um, in my case is a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. um, also included would be people like teachers, right? Oh. So, you know, public service employees would be included as well. Um, and so you, you basically have to show that you've been working in public service for 10 years um, and that you've been working full time. Um, and you also have to have a direct loan. So unfortunately, private loans will not count. So it's just private government, are not it's just considered. federal government loans. Right. Yeah. Right. And in fact, um, you know, there's a lot of sort of um, unethical companies out there who have been hounding people like me um, for the past year, ever since this program was announced hmm. um, and, and calling and, and not representing themselves accurately. In hmm. fact, they've been sort of pretending that they are actually calling from the federal government department of education. Wow. And trying to get me to transfer my loans to them. And hmm. they're calling it a forgiveness program. And it was nothing of the kind. It was a refinancing program. And I got calls every day from people like that. And they were, again, very dishonest. And they tried to get me to transfer my loans. Um, and in fact, if I had done that, I'd be out $70,000 right now. So the, the idea of them refinancing it would have then converted the federal loan to a private loan, which would have been that, the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So you now, you had $70,000 dollars worth of student loans forgiven that's pretty amazing in terms of you know a person's financial security to be able to to experience that yeah i mean it's um it's it's making the difference between me thinking that i can retire someday 
mm. versus where I was concerned that um, if I wasn't able to really vastly increase the amount of payments I was making every month, that I'd be still paying for it when it was come time to retire. Mm -hmm. And that in fact, they garnished my social security. Yeah. Had you seen the, off. had you seen the balances go down uh, a lot while you were paying the student loans or? No. Yeah. No. In fact, um, in the early years, um, I was able to reduce the balances a little bit um, from like 82,000 to 75,000. Um, and then just the interest just became too much. And I had a lot of expenses. I'm taking care of my mom who's, you know, ill, et cetera. And um, so even though I was paying $700 a month, it was all to interest. I was not wow. able to reduce the balance over the past 10 years at all. And so for the past 10 years, I've owed $75,000, despite the fact that I've been spending, you know, over $3,000 a year paying them off um, for 10 years, all of that went to interest. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's just a form of debt bondage. You know, it's yeah. just, it's insane. It's like debt slavery. What, yes, um, I, I would agree. What was your, um, describe your education. Where did you go? What did you study? So I went to uh, the Graduate Center of City of University of New York. Um, and I got my doctorate in American history and, um, it, you know, it's a long program. Doctors take a long time. So even though it's city university, the, uh, tuition adds up as do, uh, living expenses while you're doing it. So I took out a number of loans. Um, but it was a really important education for me and it really helped me figure out what I wanted to do with my life. And so I've been working in public service ever since. Um, and, uh, I don't regret taking out the degree, but I will say that when people ask me, hey, I'm thinking of getting a, a doctorate, I'm always sort of like, well, be mindful before you take out those loans, um, of how much the interest will add up over the years, because um, it will. Yeah. How has the education benefited you in terms of your career? You work with uh, mm -hmm. the Boy Scouts, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, what I studied for my doctorate in history was really the history of American philanthropy. Mm. Um, and so I was studying basically why people gave, what motivated them to do so, how it helped, how it shaped our cultures. And um, one of the things that I realized though, as I was doing that, as much as I loved the work, is that my day job, which was at a charity, um, in that case, it was working for um, people with mental illness who are homeless, um, had a, had a more, more motivation for me. I was a little bit more excited to make that difference in that way, mm -hmm. uh, than the scholarship. And so I ended up finishing my degree, but deciding to go do direct philanthropy on my own and instead of just studying it. Hmm. Very cool. And I definitely found that when I was starting to do my job searches initially, um, and sort of take that next leap in my career to more of a, a you know beyond the entry level right mm -hmm. um that the degree helped a great deal that's awesome it got yeah, people's I mean, attention it got it got my resume to the top of the pile that's awesome yeah i mean a lot of people um a lot of positions now are really low-wage positions but they're demanding even master's degrees and it's it's mm -hmm. crazy that um you know at this point in time 
that an education doesn't count for more that it that it's that it's discounted and really that really puts people behind the eight ball and especially when it comes to repaying the debt that they took out in the first place so you got to make sure that it counts yep how's the education uh, that you got changed you as a person like personally like what how has it improved your your quality of life well i mean i think that it primarily just gave me a heightened understanding of um the good that people can do mm. you know not everybody who who goes into public service or um or gives philanthropically always has the right motives but a great many do i would say the majority do and um it was just inspiring for me to look at that over the history of our country and all the different people who were doing it um and against a great odds in many cases um you know it was interesting i wasn't so much studying just like the robber barons who gave away a lot of money to create library systems as important as that was yeah. um but more how particularly in this country we we don't tend to do as much of a safety net um in terms of our public you know safety net as some other countries so the so the nonprofit sector really has to step in mm -hmm. and they do mm -hmm. that's awesome so you know financially you've you've had uh, a lot of this burden removed by having the student loans um, forgiven. What does this mean for you financially moving forward? You mentioned uh, you feel like retirement isn't going to be as much of a challenge now as as obviously it would have been before. Um, you know, what how what does it mean to you financially moving forward? So in addition to just feeling less overwhelmed, less scared, frankly, um, you know, I, I didn't have a lot of hope for my financial future. I had a lot of fear. Mm. A lot of that fear has been lifted. Mm. Um, and that just makes a great difference in terms of your quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, money is there not just to, you know, provide things like food and whatever, but not having it or wor being worried about not having it really can sort of cast a pall over your over your mood day day in and day out and so it's given me more peace of mind but in terms of what i might now be able to do that i wasn't able to do before um i'm able to then now take a little bit more of my income and perhaps putting it towards things like um liquid savings retirement savings um feeling more comfortable going on a trip you know um i was invited to go on a trip and now i'm going to go Nice, nice. You know, um, so did not denying myself those things that I was denying myself out of fear mm -hmm. that, oh, I might need that money later for emergencies. And so yeah. I just wasn't taking any trips. Yeah, stress, especially financial stress can be a killer, you know, it, it not just psychologically, but really it takes a toll on the body because mm -hmm. it wears you down. So it definitely helps with longevity and, and obviously quality of life. Um, you mentioned, um, I'll share the uh, website in the, uh, in the link. Do you have it with you there or where people can um, go to check out whether they qualify or how to start the process? You know, give me a second. 
let's see. Oh, I can't. Unfortunately, my my internet service is not working, so I can't I can't get it for you right now. But um, no worries. I'll include yeah. it in I'll, I'll include it in the uh, link and uh, have people uh, follow up. But definitely, Good. it's worthwhile if again if you're a public service employee, if you're working for nonprofits, if you have a life of service, you know definitely. It makes a huge difference in terms of a person's financial security. So, you know, I want to thank you for sharing your story because I, I think it means a lot to a lot of people. So, thank you. And I, I do want to mention one last thing before I sign off, and that is that the deadline to apply for this waiver program is October 31st. Hmm. Of and 2020. Yes. And so you do want to kind of start looking into it and making sure you can verify your employment and all that kind of stuff. Um, and get in that, uh, you know, that application by October 31st. Good to know. Good to know that there's a uh, urgency to it. So, mm -hmm. well, again, thanks again for uh, taking the time to chat and, um, you know, thanks for sharing your experience. I'll talk to you soon. Yeah, I, I hope other people can benefit too. Look forward to it. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Oh.